podcast where I, Lydia, and I, Ashna, open up the conversation on sustainability to inform and empower. We want to connect real people to topics they care and are curious about, but without the jargon or BS. Mm. Join us as we chat about all things sustainability related and how they intersect with our daily lives. From eating out to what we wear to the latest technology and more. And we're also going to bring in some really cool guests doing cool things for people and the planet. Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to our first podcast. We really don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to hit record and see what happens out of this. Um, yeah. But I'm Ashna. I'm Lydia. And we're friends. We're yes. friends, right? We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We met, I guess, four or five years ago mm-hmm. working together, um, then stopped working together and our, our friendship blossomed. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're sidekicks, podcast partners, friends, mm-hmm. hosts. Ooh, hosts. <laughs> Can we add that to our title? That's probably. Um, and yeah, so we met working in the field of sustainability. So we worked for a um, an organization called the Sustainable Restaurant Association. And so that's kind of where our passion for sustainability and like just working it out and thinking about it in our lives started. And so that's like something we have in common and why we came to this podcast. Yeah, so just two real girls wanting to dive into sustainability and how it intersects with, you know, our lives and, and kind of all the challenges we face day to day. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, today's topic's on fashion. Mm-hmm. So why did you choose the topic, Ash? This was your, yeah, this was your thing. Um, I guess because you know, just looking at the two of us and all of our friends and the people we speak to, fashion's such a big part of what we do, how we dress. You know, we spend so much energy on what we put on our bodies and and dressing ourselves, but you know I really didn't understand how we could better that you know we hear so much about you know quick fashion uh, the social issues of the people making our our clothes but you know without again spending so much money or only shopping in charity shops which neither of us really do Mm. you know wanted to see how we could improve that so I guess how did you know what does it mean to you I guess yeah address addressing the issue and yeah, I think for me I find I find it challenging. Like I try when I when I do go out and buy stuff to to look for stuff which is a bit more like labeled as more eco-friendly and I do think there are more options out there but like there are increasingly more options out there but it's still really difficult and as you say like it's expensive still relatively to buy like actual clothing like garments which are more sustainable so yeah it's a bit of a bit of a challenge yeah and I think it's just a mental shift you know we're so focused on you know dressing for the season or Mm. a new style of outfit comes out and we instantly go to the shops the high streets on how can we buy it what can we do to wear that to encompass it but honestly the last thing that comes to my mind is ooh, is that style you know produced sustainably but Mm. you know it really should be something we start to think about in our everyday especially if the industry is worth so much how can a part of that be sustainable Mm. or shift to a direction that's you know not so harmful yeah yeah exactly um I feel like it's partly it's got to be like I wish the industry was a bit more helpful um but I I really don't like understand 
it and like I'm sure there's people working on it but yeah so I guess you know in our in our podcast we wanted to segment it somehow and in every episode um we wanted to do something that challenged us you know something that puts the topic to the test make it come to life for us understand you know how we can actually become more sustainable Mm. in that topic or just really understand it a bit better rather than just talking about the textbook definitions Mm. Um, yeah yeah. so shall we introduce yeah go ahead (laughs) what it was this week but we're going to talk about it later right okay so this week we decided to do um the green carpet challenge which was started by Livia Firth and her hashtag 30 wears campaign so we're gonna talk more about that later yeah so stay tuned hope you stay (laughs) with us till uh you can hear about how we got on with this challenge um and another thing we also wanted to talk about and do um again being you know, real people in this industry, you know, we both spend a lot of our times passionate about sustainability, but again, we're not perfect. And we understand, you know, there's so many facets of sustainability and how you can be this super eco warrior. But at the end of the day, we're all human. Um, so to kind of go through our, our, in human moments, um, <laughs> we wanted to go through what our switch off moments were, you know, I guess mm-hmm. when we weren't so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shall I go first? Sure. So um, this week I was... So actually it was even uh, last night I was really tired and I went to collect... Well, collect. <laughs> that sounds really like I'm collecting a child. But I went to meet my boyfriend <laughs> at the train station and... Um, I went there like on the tube and then but I was really tired and when I met him I was like can we just get an Uber home and like I know that that's not the best thing like because you're yeah we both live in London for reference so yeah tubes bicycles yeah and it's a bit of a mission um to my house from from uh Euston station so yeah I mean usually I get the tube home but this time I was like you know screw it can't be bothered yeah I guess um yeah I I do that all the time so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I guess for me um I guess less of a a switch off moment but kind of a a confession or something that I just do often in the in the minds of fashion um we've got a friend's birthday party next week and the first thing that I thought of was what am I gonna wear not you know like the event or mm. how fun it's gonna be or what am I doing it's, it was literally like what am I gonna wear it's a new season can I get something new mm. and buying something new is top of my you know headspace yeah. I didn't yet but you know I really want to shift my mind to think not about what I'm gonna wear but you know the event and even if what am I gonna wear like repurpose something from my closet rather than just wanting to spend mm. and shop and and do that so yeah it's a challenge I always yeah. face and I think that's like I don't know about you but since the whole kind of Mary Kondo f- phenomenon um <laughs> I'm starting to like feel a bit more like my head 
my mindset's changing a little bit around really? like buying new stuff mm-hmm. like and I'm I'm just about to move house so I'm thinking about getting rid of stuff and that's good like I've never really thought about it before no it's it's funny I don't know if I told you about the Mary Kondo my mother story she was (laughs) all about this new Netflix you know documentary going through my room in my house or I guess in my house in Toronto back in Canada where I haven't lived in forever now going through my elements being like does this give you joy does this you know prom rose that you had from ages ago give you joy and I was like stop going through my stuff start with your own stuff but yes no I do want to apply that logic to my life um, yeah but also like stop buying new stuff because for me yeah. I'm like great I can clean out old stuff so we can buy new but no that is not yeah and I, I suppose it's okay to buy new stuff but like when you do maybe it's just like a bit more of a shift in attitude towards like being a bit more like well do I need this does it bring me joy when I touch it and like try it on and you know not just like mindlessly buying which is what I used to do and probably still do do I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any way yeah I guess that brings us to our you know our, our next point on you know, what are some of these issues we see in the sustainability issue? How can we break down this massive umbrella term? You know, when you see sustainability, you know, what does it mean? Does it, you know, it's, what is fast fashion? Let's just start with fast fashion and breaking mm. that down. Um, yeah. I guess, you know. Because there's so many, like, terms and there's so many topics and elements of, like, fashion supply chains that you hear about and it's like, what how do I even start with all of that like what do I look for what is good what is bad like uh, yeah you hear the word quick and you're like ooh, like fast food quick quick service like what yeah and you associate it with poor and bad and and what does that actually mean I guess you know is it does sustainable fashion mean you know ethical or environmental like how do we Mm. how do we break that down yeah so I think uh, when I went to that, you know, that um, exhibition that's on like at the V&A. The which, yes, I've been actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's it called? Um, Natured, fashion and nature. Something like We'll We'll write yeah. the details in our show notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that really enlightened me a bit about what fast fashion means or like, yeah, at least like what the industry is like currently. Um, and how it got to that point and basically you know in the old days when it was like before the industrial revolution everyone literally had to make their own clothes or buy them from someone that locally who was making clothes so it you literally couldn't just go to a shop and buy like 10 tops in a like for like really cheap so it was after the industrial revolution that like um fast fashion became possible yeah but and i guess there's also that element of quality you know if it took five years not five years that's a little extreme but if it took you know a considerable amount of time to make these elaborate outfits mm. you know where they purchased it where they got the actual cotton the the elements of it was probably somewhere you know well sourced yeah um, exactly yeah 
and it wasn't so after like the invention of machines they could like turn stuff over really quickly and that is less sustainable because it means you more need more materials quickly and so that's when like monoculture of like cotton started and um you know other materials or like uh, synthetic materials and so yeah. yeah, even the topic of like dyes and yeah. like we can buy a top in what five different colors. I'm sure we have half the same outfits as each other in a different version, a different shade. Yeah. Um, but then like, yeah, looking at that supply chain as one element of it and the product side of it, you know, I guess my my passion is also just the impact on the environment. Yeah. Mm. Um, like what does what do these chemicals and water usage and unsustainable resources, do we actually think about that? Like when I'm buying an outfit, mm. do I think, you know, what what yeah. impact has this had on the overall production chain? Yeah. Because like what, so what other elements are there then? Let's break that down. Yeah. Like, okay. So what so we have supply chain. Supply chain. So there's impact on the environment. So like chemicals used to make clothes, like dyes and stuff they're not always they get into the environment they get into the water stream mm. and can and also might be harmful to to the people handling the yeah, dyes and stuff definitely. so that's like people um, yeah and there's also the um the conditions that people were like we all know about that that's one that always sticks in my mind like when I go to certain shops I'm like mm, this is really yeah, cheap because I think it that's what you hear about like the ethics the, yeah. the sweatshops the you know how is somebody treated the fair trade side of it you mm. know how is their working conditions yeah. Um, like yeah that's what I hear about in the media but you know breaking it down there's so many more elements yeah and even if you know all of that like how do you know what to buy in order to not buy into that mm-hmm. like sweatshop yeah and bad was, for the environment i was doing thing. some research and the ethical fashion forum just breaks it simply down into the three categories so one social two environmental and three commercial so i guess deciphering all of that but i guess for me one of my issues and, and kind of something that you touched is how is this you know, communicated to to people. You know, when you buy, mm. you know, fish, for instance, you see MSC certified. You consumers know mm. somewhat. Like we're getting a lot better how sustainable something is. You know, when you're buying bananas, you can obviously see the fair trade sign, and you can mm. opt for those. With clothes, you know, is there labeling? Is mm. there anything like? There's no like gold standard for like what. Well, at least not that I'm aware of, which means like this was sustainably sourced and it's not consistent across different brands and different. Yeah. And I think it's going to take, you know, big brands to be the movement. I know I was like watching this documentary or an interview with someone from H&M and they've had, you know, so much bad media recently Mm. around how they produce clothes. But this person was talking about how, you know, in, in 10 years time, they want to work towards getting all of their lines or, or majority of them to be sustainable. But then mm. having labeling of certain products saying this was made from recycled, you know, goods or, or whatnot. So I think moving in a direction like that is really going to be the trigger to mm. create this change. Yeah. And do you think there's something around that distinguishes like, food for example which people seem a bit more like clued up on generally around sustainability do you think 
why is that different for fashion? Do you because think about it. It's it's what you put into your body versus what you put on top of it. People give so much of a crap on what they're eating and mm. how it's going to affect their weight and their quality of life. Yeah. But do they actually care that much about what they're putting on their body? No, it's the mm. exact same thing. It's touching your skin. It's, you yeah. know, it's it's how you're portraying yourself to the world. It's your outfits. Yeah. And you also think it plays it plays to the the idea of people wanting to look a certain way with fashion, yeah. and they're willing to. I personally, I think it's mainly to do with the industry, and it's like not really talked about or hasn't been historically mm-hmm. compared to like food, which has had a bit more awareness around it for more years. But like, but maybe also it it's easy to overlook certain things because like oh I, I want to look really good at the party tonight like and just buy the outfit yeah and I think it's you know people also an element of of this is people don't know where to go like myself included you mm. know if I think of oh can I go to a high street get something that I, I know will be there really quick again quick mm. go in go out get on with my day Mm. or do I want to spend hours searching for something online, finding a brand that I recognize, Mm. you know, looking through charity shops. Like it's that knowledge, you know, if people had the knowledge such as myself on where Mm. to go, where to look, where to get things that are good quality, Mm. you know, that's a huge next step. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, in this, what are things, you know, what are the good, you know, what what are things that we can be looking out for that, mm. you know, we've, we've seen? I yeah, think. because I think there is stuff out there and it's just a case of like knowing what is and not just jumping to what you know. Yeah, and I think something that's resonated with me is, you know, we're starting to really, and we're going to talk about live a... F- Firth, Olivia Firth in a bit, but you know, we're seeing these key players in the fashion industry taking a stand. You know, when Meghan Markle spoke at the British Fashion Awards, mm-hmm. you know, it really did play a, a, a trivial moment for people to understand that, you know, fashion can be sustainable. You can do something good for people and the planet in mm. the industry. Mm. Um, and yeah, and there's so many other things that, you know, what are some of the, the things that you look out for when you shop now? Mm, me. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Talking to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when I, what what do I look out for? Yeah. Or what are some of the things you've seen in the market? I don't know. Yeah. What, what should we tell people to, to care about? Right. Um, well, I, when I go to like Zara or like there are other brands available, but when when I do go to Zara, um, they have a range which is like I've forgotten what it's called now, but it's like a more eth- ethical section. So I'm going to what's currently already there and what I'm used to going into, and which is very convenient. But I'm looking in the sections where there's a more sustainable option. So they have like um, organic cotton. Um, tops but, but or that's like that's i think that's great that again big brands are doing that but you know what about taking a step away from that you know yeah. what about what are your thoughts on charity shops what are your yeah. thoughts on second hand clothing yeah well actually I, i've been 
selling some of my clothes recently on Vinted. Oh, um, yeah, which them. yeah, it's an app, and you you literally upload photos of your clothes and with a price attached, like for whatever you want to sell it for, and then people can just buy it from you. And I've probably I've probably earned like over a hundred pounds doing that. Just for old you, stuff. But have gonna... you bought stuff from Vinted? No, because I don't want to buy someone else's clothes. Exactly. <laughs> this is what we're trying to <laughs> break down. Great, sell I your know, stuff. But... The idea of like <laughs> buying something Mary pre you know it, but you know. Um, <laughs> no, it, uh, my uh, my friend actually, she was running this, and she still actually is. It's she runs these events, and it's clothing swap schemes. Mm. So um, she ran one that actually the BBC covered a few weeks ago. And you basically bring clothes to this, you know, a, a location. You get a ticket for every piece that you give in that's good quality, mm. able to use, um, rewear. And then you get to take something back, you know, a ticket system, you know. Yeah. And it's good quality. So I think, you know, yeah, there is that association with it being gross and somebody else's outfits. Yeah. But, you know, could yeah. be treasures in that. Yeah. No, it's there's absolutely nothing wrong. And some of the stuff there is like brand new. Yeah. So what? even, you know, don't have to. And like, there's nothing wrong with it. But also you never know what you might find. It might be brand new. But the thing with charity shops is that I feel like someone died in it. What? <laughs> did someone buy it <laughs> yeah like yeah like that the charity shop association that yeah. smell the like yeah is this somebody's grandmother's old clothes yeah but i feel like that probably is very much but the minority vintage has become trendy vintage yeah. is cool i think if we think of it that way yeah why didn't you just like rebrand <laughs> to like you know oxfam the, the vintage store yeah or eco you know i don't know yeah great i think we should move topics and dive into our challenge because that's quite relatable um yeah so again wait you didn't tell me about your sustainable favorite brands oh my favorite brands um yeah actually you bought me a birthday present from one of my favorite brands um called matt and nat um it's a Canadian company, really cool, um, and it's all about, it's eco, but it's also about, I'm vegan, so it's it takes really cool products that would be normally in leather, such as backpacks, wallets, um, and it's essentially, you know, fake leather, um, mm. but then the inside and the linings are all made out of plastic water bottles, mm. so yeah, a really cool brand. Um I guess we'll also, we've got a bunch, but we can pop those also onto our show notes. Mm. Um, do you have any others? Um, no. <laughs> well, for those listening, if you have others that we should be yeah, looking into. Please, please tell us. So like, we can share them because clearly we need more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you think you're going to get all the answers on this podcast, probably not. <laughs> And we're looking for them too. Lydia's favorite store is Zara, apparently. That's her favorite eco store. <laughs> Great. <laughs> really providing people places to go to. <laughs> um, yeah, so challenge. Yeah, so challenge. Um, 
So I don't know for those of you who have heard of the green carpet challenge. Um, it was founded. I hadn't heard of it. You hadn't. Okay, cool. It was founded by Olivia Firth, um, who's Colin Firth's actually uh, wife. Um, but anyway, she is a UN leader of change. She founded this really cool sustainability consultancy called EcoAge, where they really focus on environmental issues, social justice campaigns. Um, and again, she is somebody who is a frequent attendee of the Globe and Glo- the Golden Globes, the Oscars, um, and that's what triggered it for her. Um, really seeing these celebrities in these beautiful gowns, you know, that probably weren't the most sustainable. Um, so, you know, with fashion, especially now, we're seeing fashion and, and always have, I guess, um, seeing it as a huge platform for change. Mm-hmm. You know, this year, or I guess last year with the Me Too um, movement, yeah. as if we call it the movement, um, you know, it's a huge opportunity for huge people in that industry to talk about something that matters. Um, and we're seeing a lot of celebrities now take a stand to sustainable fashion. So people such as Meryl Streep or Emma Watson, mm. who now no longer will wear anything unsustainable um, to an event such mm. as a red carpet. Um, so with this event, it's really you know a challenge for all of these celebrities who spend months dressing themselves, um, Mm. you know, and and putting something on their bodies that is sustainable. So when they get asked about it, they're really spreading the message that they are taking a stand for something bigger than, you know, an outfit and something that's beautiful, but sustainable. There shouldn't Mm. be a trade off. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've taken out of it. Sustainability and fashion should not be something you've got to choose one or the other. No. And I think a lot of people, the barrier seems to be, you know, it falls back to, to cost, to like a price point of sustainable mm-hmm. material, like clothes is higher. But I feel like if you, it's a shift in attitude, which means like, you know, it might be a bit more spent, expensive right now, generally, but that will change as the market grows and the demand gets higher. And also you know, maybe we just need to shift our attitudes, as we're saying, towards just buying less mm-hmm. and buying more quality things, which we're actually going to love and use, which is a bit more expensive. Like it works out the same. Yeah. So I think like it, it comes down to changing your habits slightly. And that's, you know, we've we've been like, especially our generation, like we've grown up with the whole fast fashion, just buying stuff whenever we wanted to, mm-hmm. if we could afford it. And you know, maybe we need to shift that. Definitely. Um, so again, for this this challenge, um, we obviously couldn't do the green carpet challenge because, well, no one invited us to the Oscars. Um, um, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I turned it down. <laughs> um, but we wanted to do something that is practical for us um, and also another Olivia Firth challenge, which is the 30 Wears campaign, which came out a couple of years ago. It's been featured in many, many magazines um, and and quite frankly, quite revolutionary in the fashion industry. Um, and fundamentally, all it's saying is when you look at something before you buy it, just simply ask yourself, will I wear this a minimum of 30 times? Kind of like the, will this give you joy? But will Mm. you wear this a minimum of 30 times? And think about what are those times you would actually do? Um, And if the answer is yes, then great. You know, buy it. It makes sense for you. 
if not then really just try to reconsider it mm-hmm. yeah so I guess what we wanted to do for this challenge um, is look in our own closets, determine, you know, what do we have that fits the bill for this? Um, mm-hmm. And what are kind of like the the things that aren't so great? Some of the things yeah. that we've bought once. There was a know. lot, which is bad. <laughs> was and there? I've what won. did you find? <laughs> <laughs> well, probably I... Um, Something that stood out is I've got a lot of um, sale purchases. Yes. So, you know, I'll buy something because it's on sale and it's cheap, but actually I don't really need it. I probably wouldn't have bought it if it was full price. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the point? Because that's really not very, that's low value really, isn't it? Or like those checkout buyers, you know, when yes. you're like grabbing things at checkout. Just yes, like, like oh, I definitely need this. Yeah. Um you know, headband, which... No, you don't need that. For me, it was um, bathing suits. Um, mm. I remember when we went to grad trip, um, all of my university friends were like, we need one bathing suit for every day, maybe two even, you know, a morning bathing suit, an <laughs> evening bathing suit. Like, no, do we need five different bathing suits for a trip that's probably even more? I think probably pack like seven or eight. For yeah. a five-day trip, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's not yeah. something you need. And, like, buying new new ones every year. Yeah, it's a new well. season. Anything People, that's a new season. Yeah. And where are we going to go swimming in London? Like, you know? Nowhere. Except the <laughs> recreation centre. Great. I'll bring out my <laughs> 10 bathing suits to the recreational centre. <laughs> I'll appreciate them there. Um, yeah. What about... What else? Uh, another one, um, coats. I know this is not a normal one, but like, you know, when you get like the bright coat or the yeah. trendy coat or the faux fur coat and you mm. just want, I counted the amount of coats I had and it was just, you know, too embarrassing to even talk about in this podcast. Mm. Um, but a lot, you know, especially when seasons change and we live in countries like England when yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Actually, I've got lots of coats in my closet which i i need to i shouldn't yeah, have bought like, in maybe the first place. you wear them often maybe you do but yeah. you know there's some of them that i've probably worn probably a handful of times yeah yeah okay let's shift it to the good let's yeah. uplift this uh, let's, uh <laughs> um, moving on for me definitely jeans i wear jeans until they literally have holes Mm. in them they're worn to the very Mm. bare bones because jeans are classic like they're not gonna go out of style and i also don't mind spending money on jeans that Mm. i'll wear multiple times i think Mm. it's a good investment if we Mm -hmm. classify jeans as an investment Mm -hmm. what about you yeah um for me uh embarrassingly it's underwear Yes, I, I can see that. I feel like I have a few few undies that have been... In They're that. like really worn out, but I'm still going with it. Great. <laughs> glad, glad we because know. I find it really hard to find comfortable underwear. Maybe that's part of it, you know? Or or is it because nobody really cares about your underwear? Yeah. So you don't need to buy a new one. True, no one see, care well, about. Yeah. Not many people see it. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> um another good one shoes i wear Mm. shoes until they're quite i do have you know a confession i do have a lot of pairs of running shoes um Mm. yeah 
but shoes. they are especially in the uk a lot more expensive than in canada so i buy mm. shoes less often now yeah yeah i think i i'm the same with shoes the issue i have with that with with shoes is you know when i do buy a new pair i will wear them a lot i wear all my shoes definitely more than 30 times but i don't get rid of the old stuff mm-hmm. and it i still buy more and i guess you can't really like sell your old shoes no one's gonna want yeah, like that's one of the worst shoes things that's gross to like secondhand stuff isn't it yeah yeah, so that's my thing. Maybe I need to like repurpose them and look after them better because mm. I think, oh, they look a bit worn out now. Like I should get some new trainers. I've started actually wearing running shoes on the tube and then changing into like if I have a meeting yeah. and I need to wear a pair of heels, changing into them. My mom does this actually. I got this from my mom and also a lot of other people on the tube. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it saves your shoes, you know, yeah. especially yeah. in the like winter where it's gross out. Mm yeah yeah that's it like the weather here and in lots of places i'm sure like it doesn't help with regards to like leather shoes yeah great so i think that's it from us um i guess what is what are our take-home points what are what's one thing you my reflection is um when it comes to fashion i feel like i'm not really it's not my most knowledgeable area like i'm I'm into society. I feel like I'm more than the average person aware probably of sustainable stuff mm-hmm. and issues, but like fashion is probably one of my worst areas and I I need I feel like I need to be a bit more active in in where I look for things. Because I think it's quite easy when it comes to food and it comes to like jewelry or little stuff which is quite common to just mm-hmm look at the brand and it's right there in front of you but when it comes to clothes which is like such a big thing Mm -hmm. like a big industry I find it difficult to well I haven't I haven't really kind of streamlined what I look for Mm -hmm. so maybe I, I need to I think I need to do a bit I want to work on that and but a positive thing that I've that I've learned is that we're all in the same boat and you find it challenging too and there is stuff that we can do straight away like repurposing old Mm -hmm. stuff or looking on vinted yeah um i think for me simply put it's just quality over quantity um Mm. if i can spend you know one extra more minute researching where i buy things and how much I actually need. Do I need, you know, a million shades of a top? Probably not, you know, being more realistic in, will I wear this over 30 times or a minimum of 30 times and buying that way, just being more of a, a conscious consumer, you know, Mm. being more aware. And I think we should all, you know, take a little bit extra more time Mm. and, and put that to our buying. Yeah. That's a good one. Great. So any any fashion events, anything related that we can mm. talk about? Well, I think that fashion from nature thing uh, at the Victoria and Albert Museum, that's really good. I recommend that yeah. for people. Um, we're going to see a play. Oh, yes. And I'm not sure like wh- what when this podcast will come out, whether the play will still be running. But um, it's called Do You Love This Planet? And it's at the Tristan Bates Theatre in London. And yeah, it's basically 
talking about a, a girl who well I don't want to do any spoilers but it's about a family who are trying to one of the family members is trying we're, to, we're going to this this is the yeah. thing that you got the tickets for yeah <laughs> great okay I'm glad you I read just, up on it just say yes <laughs> <laughs> you're just like yep I'm down yeah, like, sure <laughs> sign me up okay um, well it's about um one member of this family who's trying to um go to lengths to get her family to do stuff that's good for the planet and it's i guess it's about the challenges involved with that but i don't know yet so we'll find out um yeah what anything else you can think of no but we will if we have anything we'll uh, send it out and and we'd love to hear from you too please tell us yeah so thank you so much for listening to our first podcast um you know, it's again our first one. Uh, so we really want you guys to sit alongside us and, and really just be real and honest about relatable topics. Um, we're bringing in pretty cool people doing amazing things throughout this this podcast. So yeah. again, please rate, review and subscribe us so we can connect you all and all of us really to more people doing great things um, mm-hmm. to be that source of inf- inspiration for all of us. Yeah. And you can also uh, follow us on Instagram, we at at podcast switch, uh, or or email us at hello at podcastswitch dot com and tell us your stories, things you want us to cover, or cool products or ideas that you might want to share with us. Um, we want to learn from you too. Great. So see ya. Yeah. Oh, also tweet us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>